0: Welcome to the Grandstand Golf Podcast. This is the weekend golf update for the Players' Championship. I am your host, Adam Bapti, and as always, I'm joined by my brothers, Craig. Hey, how's it going, everyone? And Kevin. Hey, guys. So we had a pretty epic weekend at TBC Sawgrass. Craig, do you want to give us a little uh, review, recap?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll try to be quick here, but there's a lot that happened, man. So (laughs) Sergio Garcia, Thursday, uh, second tournament in a row, he's come out on fire, went low in round one. Some of the biggest stars in the game, however, went the other direction. We got Rory falling off. We had Xander falling off. We had Finau falling off. Yeah. Um, Friday cut day was tough on the top of the field. Um, all three of those guys missed the cut. Victor Hovland missed the cut. Right. Thanks, Mom. Patrick, Patrick <laughs> Cantley missed the cut. Webb Simpson missed the cut. Uh, one big name, Justin Thomas was outside the cut line, 27 holes uh, into his tournament. (laughs) Fortunately, spoiler alert, this may be be relevant in the future, but uh, (laughs) he shot a 33 on the back nine to to secure his um, stay for the weekend. Uh, But meanwhile, for the second week in a row, all Lee Westwood worked his way to the top (laughs) of the leaderboard. Uh, And moving day, moving day, Lee Westwood kept working his way up there. Uh, But JT, JT surged. Um, he shot a 64, eight under 64 on Saturday, uh, really just out of, it did not seem like he was in contention at that point, um, to, to really make his, make his way into the tournament for the first time. Uh, and Bryson DeChambeau worked his way into the final group second week in a row. Ole Westwood and Bryson DeChambeau <laughs> are in the last group on Sunday. Uh, but really today, both of those two stumbled, Uh, We saw, you know, the ugliness on, I think it was hole four really encapsulates it best. Uh, But Justin Thomas, he was five under in his last 10 holes. No one else was really putting up that much noise. So it was his tournament. He shot 132 on the weekend to get it done. Uh, So question for you guys. If you were playing TPC Sawgrass, do you think you could beat 132 in one? No, I'm just kidding. That's not the actual question. Uh, Okay. JT, 132 Saturday, Sunday. Do you know who would have been second on the weekend and how far back were they? Kev, let's go to you. I'm thinking Taylor Gooch
2: Mm. and maybe... What do you mean and?
0: Oh, okay. How far back? Sorry.
2: How far back? What do you mean? How far back? I forgot.
0: Like, there oh, was the weekend, heartbeat. just
1: just the weekend mm. score.
2: Uh, maybe one hundred and thirty-five on the weekend.
1: So Gooch was one hundred and thirty-eight. He was six back, but he was not the closest. Adam, who you got? I'm gonna, I I didn't look it up. I promise. I'm gonna go Daniel Berger. I feel pretty good about this. Berger was my initial thought too, but he was also 138. Ah. It was actually Victor Perez. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, So he was 136, four strokes. JT was four strokes clear of anyone else on the weekend. Four
0: strokes clear of the field. Wow. 70 some guys. Wow.
1: And then there was a couple guys. It was Perez at at 36, (sighs) and then Casey, Cam Smith, Lowry, and. (laughs) ch3 charles howell the nice. third 137 howell,
2: making a paycheck yeah, <laughs> yeah. classic
0: yeah, yeah the, i mean the so let's talk about jt the jt yeah. run uh, on both days was incredible he actually this the start of the day didn't seem like he was quite in the mix there needed to be a couple things to happen but i think the eagle on was it a nine right it must have been nine no eagle yeah. nine catapulted him I think one clear of Westwood at no, that time. No, it wasn't on 9. It was, it, was it was 11. Oh, yeah. right. He, right. But right, it right. was
1: his, he had birdied nine, birdied 10, eagled
0: 11. Yeah. Right. And then and, the drivable part 12 right after that. Drivable <laughs> part four or
1: 12. Um, yeah.
0: He, and in, yeah.
2: during that stretch was when uh, DeChambo and Westwood played the eighth hole where they both made a mess of it and bogeyed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the lead kind of was coming back to JT as he was surging, making those birdies and eagles. So yeah, uh, yeah, that was you well, know and the, the thing. I, let, let me just get me. it. Let me just get yeah. it out there in the open early here. I fa- JT was my fade pick this week, <laughs> um, and I have Jump to say through twenty seven holes. I mean, that's kind of what why I thought uh, he might be a decent fade. He hasn't he hasn't been playing his best as of late um but i'm i'm so pumped i'm a i'm a jt fan um and so i'm happy he seemed to have found it seems to have found it and uh huge win for him like huge win a yeah. players oh, yeah. championship victory um combined with a major
0: and you know a handful of other wins is mm-hmm. often enough to get guys into the hall it's of a fame. career yeah and cool. a fedex cup win and a wgc which i know is kind of like cherry picking a few things but that's four pretty big hype events to i think the thing
1: so adam actually had jt as his top pick on our dfs show Uh, so so we got the fade we got the pick but the the one thing that i brought up is like the cautionary tale and the reason that you know i i played a week long just because i think the upside in dfs especially but uh the cautionary tale with him is his driving accuracy. And that was that was, I think, the reason that it's not a bad phase, because this course just punishes you. Yeah. Uh, but on the weekend, oh, so the he weekend. hit 10 of 14 on Saturday and then 12 of 14 today. So he today, was just it, it, it was really good.
0: And it like looked the type really of good, drives today. were amazing. That little hooking thing on six or on yeah, sixteen there, the par five, had to carry about 250 yards and rolled out another 60. I, like all his 18, 18 was
2: a little more left than he was wanted. Crazy. What
0: was <laughs> his yeah. five wood that he starts like at the pine straw and curls it with the hole. Like, that's that's bonkers. But that's best part, best L- let's part about it, it he did not want it
2: that far left there. Oh, yeah. no, he overcooked that for sure. Did
1: you see? Did you see the post haste uh plump <laughs> twirl? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: that was awesome. But and uh, a, I think he got a favorable kick on that fairway, too. Oh, like for he sure, for straight sure, so. instead of kicking, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think
1: it was just the way it was a little bit of an upslope he hit on and so it kind of hit it up and then like killed a lot of its left momentum. Um, yeah. But think he, he didn't putt well today. Like, I mean, obviously there was the, the three putt. Uh, I'd have to pull up what on hole it eight. was. On, no, but then late he had a three putt.
2: Oh, 14. It was 14. It, the tough it was playing tough playing toughest hole in yeah. the
0: course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it,
1: but... but He uh, hit a great
2: leg and then missed a two foot 11 inch putt there.
1: Yeah, which oh, oftentimes, I mean, really, the field came back to him a little bit. Like, if you were to, at the start of yes. the day, yeah, I did yeah, not yeah, think yeah. 14 would win it. I mean, he did what he had to do, uh, but it, it really was, was Lee Westwood's tournament to win yeah. at the start of the day.
0: I mean, yeah, if you think about it, Lee Westwood only had to go one under to be in a playoff with JT. Like, you, of course, you have no idea that's the case when he tee off on yeah. Sunday, but... Ultimately, that's what he needed. Yeah, it seemed and all, a little
2: bit shocking to me that late Lee Westwood was still as close as he was because it seemed like all day he was not in the right spot.
1: Agreed. No, but and, his putts, and didn't take advantage he, of sixteen. And sixteen you know, was like, a mess. Bunker well, sixteen was kind
2: of uh, yeah. Sixteen was kind of the end of it for him. But even even just on the you know, I think he made a birdie. He birdied fourteen to get. To tie, I think, at that time, with, at 13 under, um, I think. Yeah, I and, think that's But right. it, it was almost shocking that he had got himself to 13 just because it seemed like he was making a mess of every hole. But well, like, but a lot like of you say, holes he was, was ta- making, making his his a pots.
1: mess of, like he just wasn't taking advantage of the scoring hole. So it feels like you're making a I mean, yeah. some of them he was making a mess of, but like par on 11, par
0: on 12, like those are yeah, those you are can. birdie
1: holes, you Yeah, know?
0: so. Uh, 9, 10, 11, 12 was where you had to make your move. Like, we saw that from the early yeah. early guys out. Mark Hawa, like those type of guys, they made their moves at that spot. And, and how I think... about...
2: You know, sorry, but how about... So, we did end up shooting an even par round. Mm-hmm. And how about just a stone-cold putt on 18 for about 500 grand there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool. That's one of those things where, like, it's... I mean, obviously, that putt is not 500 grand. It's the... Two hundred and seventy-five shots that you take, but whether that putt falls or not is (laughs) five hundred grand on
2: that green with him and Bryson. They were having a putting a putt off for five hundred
1: grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: wild to think about.
2: (laughs) And and Bryson had a cut a lot of that hole too.
1: So so on that note, actually, and this is this is a bit of a, a tangent from you know talking about the leaderboard, but I think it's such a failure of golf and like golf broadcasting to not lean into that because there's no other sport like you know win or lose the super bowl yeah there's like tiny little bonuses involved yeah like Like all of these other sports you're not like whether or not you take home hundreds of thousands of dollars more relies on that and that's like the drama of the moment for those guys like you're telling me that Bryson and, and um Lee Westwood like just because they can't win anymore do you think they don't care like this is sports are interesting when the people doing it care about what happens yeah. and so like articulating why this matters is something i think it's because they don't it's like so much money that it's it's almost embarrassing e- to yeah. talk about this being that much money that's on the line, but lead I mean, into don't, you
2: it. don't think Vic, Victor Perez was thinking about that? Well, exactly, like, of Taylor
1: Gooch, like Gooch, made you know I think five hundred thousand dollars. Like they, but they, it's it's almost like it's it's not it's taboo to talk. About it's taboo. Money. It's not. You know? It's not culture. I'm trying to find the word, but it's just it's it's uncouth maybe to to talk about how much money these guys are playing for and how much that matters, but. I say lean into it and, and explain why it is that uh, what Taylor Gooch is in his late 20s, I want to say. Like, this is huge, huge, life-changing money to him.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's way better than getting an update of, like, moving up in the FedEx Cup rankings to 7th from 55th. Yay! <laughs> and, like, and, like, you know, he's... He,
1: they're talking sometimes, like, oh, like, I'm surprised he didn't go at it there. Because, like, all they care about is the legacy of the win. Well, like... No, like he didn't go at that there because this pin on 17 is tucked into this tiny little spot where you've got like a one yard box to land it in. And if he misses it, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars out of his pocket, you know? Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars, you, you see the video of uh, Jimmy,
3: um, the JT's caddy?
2: caddy? <laughs> no, I didn't. What did he do? <laughs> no, I so, missed it. So I guess in the I, I saw, I think Shane Bacon posted it. On his Twitter, but uh, as they're walking out of the scoring, the scoring area, right? He he kind of doubles back and takes a look. Oh, at Oh, I did see that live. The I saw it
0: on the. <laughs>
1: so
0: so he doubles
2: back and looks at the money money. List,
1: the prize money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you just see him like, go, "Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing! I love." Probably that. doing a quick calculation of percentages.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's uh, yeah, that's life-changing yeah. money for me too. Oh yeah, Um,
1: but Lee Westwood. I mean, to to me, Lee is a bit of a story of like a very successful weekend, but also a a bit of a
0: disappointment. Sorry, one last thought on 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 Justin Thomas. He's just one of those guys that when he's at the top of his game like his very best game. I don't think there's many others when they're at their best game that can really beat him. And it, it's really fun to watch. And it's, there's beautiful. only
1: so many guys you can say that about though, because I, I, know I feel DJ like
0: Rom, it's a, it's a handful. It's Rory, DJ, Rom, Rory, DJ JT. to me are the top I dogs. Think Bryce, you might have to put A-game. Bryson in that Bryce, category. Yeah. You, Bryson's correct. up there now
2: too. Yeah.
0: Xander's out. Bryson's Xander's in. Xander's out.
2: <laughs>
1: we, haven't, we haven't seen the A1 game from Xander lately. Yeah i don't know if i'll go that far i'll, I'll give you dj and rory at the top because i still think their a game is better than anyone else's a game and then there's Rob? a tier I, I i still we haven't seen rom dominate like we've seen those guys dominate uh, Wait, what you're telling me the guy two guys with 20 no, I mean, plus yeah, pga listen, tour wins
2: i i agree with you craig rom rom finished or started the day one shot back of yeah, jt like this was a
1: this was a tournament rom should have won
0: yeah, or yeah, well, at
1: least made a made a run at it.
0: This this is how many wins he has per year from 2017 to present. So three in 2017, three in 2018, three in 2019, two in 2020. There was a, a pandemic, there's fewer events, so he only got yeah. two. But he's averaging three a year, like that's. No, a- but, but really, but, we're just talking
1: about with his a game. Yeah. Is he in the DJ Rory? And to me, like, he, what is he? He hasn't won a major. He won the okay. BMW,
2: but he, that was more of a grind where he made some bombs against DG at the end.
1: I think <laughs> I want to say he has a
0: WGC, doesn't he? Uh, no, he's second at WGC uh, match play. He's got a, the Memorial last year was a big win. He's got a couple of yeah, in- big one. Couple in Tomorrow Dubai.
1: A one. So we're talking about guys like literally Rory has lapped the field at Major. So we're, I mean, we're splitting hairs. It's, it's like, are we putting Ro- Rom in the Rory DJ tier just with their A games? I think Rom shows up with his game a lot more as well. Um, but I think we're talking A game. I'm putting DJ Rory on a tier above everyone else right now. Well, and then, and think, then, and I, then Rom, think, JT, Bryson, Xander. They're kind of in that next. No.
2: See, I think JT and Bryson are there. I think if, it, if anything, Rom might be a tier below right now, but I think Rom and, Rom and Deshambo when they're, or sorry, JT and Deshambo when they're on their A game, they're right there. We haven't seen it from Rory enough.
0: Yeah, I don't know why Rory's is an automatic 1A right now.
1: Because Rory's done it at least recently enough. But I, 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 I also know. feel like we're not talking about how often they show up with their A game. We're talking about when they're a, like Rory, when he shows up with his A game, is on another planet. I think yeah, that DJ. I, like, I agree. I'm agreeing. With you we saw on that this? a game probably the early Open. last
0: year, 2014. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, what did he? How many
1: wins did he have in 29? Like, he he. he why don't, anyways, we don't need to. We don't need to no, get dig too far into this. Uh, JT. Oh. <laughs> yes, I. I hope this is a, a, a form turning win. Like, I hope this isn't just like a he had a great couple days and he kind of you know continues to struggle. I mean, let, so some of JT's problems over the last couple of months have been self-inflicted and some have just been life happening. Um, but it's nice to see a guy who has had to go, you know, struggle through things in life, get this yeah, kind of cathartic win. Uh, but I just hope that this is a bit of a form turning win for him.
0: Yeah, I completely
1: agree. Speaking sure. of some of those things in life, did you see the, his post
2: round interview there? And then they asked him about his grandfather. Mm hmm. Yeah. Did it look like afterwards he was angry that they asked him that N- question? No, you no can- it was, you it was a sarcastic. He oh, started okay. smiling yeah. after. If you yeah. switch oh, okay. quickly,
0: it looked like he was angry. But then he's like, come on, man. Like, why did you do that to me? Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah, like, I mean, you could you could see what I thought
2: was very genuine emotion as soon as he brought up his grandfather. That like his Before his he kinda, even
1: spoke, you could tell yeah. that he was going to have a tough time answering yeah, the question.
2: And I, yeah, and you know, it, it actually choked me up a little bit, too. Me, too. Just seeing that, that somebody... like genuinely showing that emotion and caring so much um, can't help but choke you up a little bit, I think.
1: Well, and honestly, like there's so many people that uh, will say what they want about athletes showing emotion. I love it. Like to me, it just makes it so much more entertaining when it means so much to these guys.
2: Yeah. And and just for somebody who, you know, you can have whatever feelings you want about them as a player and watching them as a fan um, to see that their family legitimately is, is very very important to them is uh, to me is touching and and humanizes them a lot more and makes them a lot easier to cheer for
0: yeah, yeah. okay so it's my fault i went back to JT when craig was trying to move on to lee westwood let's go to lee westwood let's talk about the final pairing westwood and bryson now first flat. do you know that lee westwood's caddy is his fiance oh that's brand new information um, <laughs> i
1: and to make fun just because it's brought up every time he's on camera but it is super cute
0: I I love it. Like it clearly, yeah. he's in a great space on the golf it's clearly course. He's working. laughing. She's she's laughing. Like that one uh, shot he had out of the bunker where it hit the green and came back. Might have been around thirteen, fourteen, around there. I'm not exactly sure. She was laughing. She's like, "Oh come on, you got to be kidding me!" Like she was coming. <laughs> you could hear the mic pick that up. They, I mean, the the putt on seventeen on Saturday. It, they, great relationship. I think it keeps him. Uh, In a good space. But did you guys know that apparently she is not his caddy for the upcoming Masters? Really? I I did not know that. Apparently it's going to be his son who he's playing with tomorrow or Monday at Augusta.
2: Huh. Interesting. I don't know why she's getting bumped.
0: I
1: wonder why. Like, I wonder if the only way he's allowed to take him to play there is if he's going to be his caddy or what the deal is. Or if it's just... Do you know? Has he caddied for
0: him before? Do you know? I'm not sure, but it feels like Stuart sinks. Son, like when you have a good thing going, just like stick with it. You know, like yeah. Why change the bag?
2: I did want to bring up Lee Lee Westwood in regards to the Masters because I think I mocked Adam last year in the in the fall for Lee Westwood being your like sneaky sleeper pick or something. Yeah, and and I I said, yeah, that's that's a sneaky sleeper pick like a decade ago (laughs) (laughs) because he had been somewhat irrelevant, but. Listen, I placed my futures bet on Lee Westwood this prior to the weekend here for the Masters and you know, he is
0: Oh, no, you
2: didn't, did you he, actually? I did, yeah, forty to one. Why not?
1: <laughs> Man, oh. if you would have listened to your younger brother, you probably could have got him even higher in the fall. I could've got
2: him even higher. If I did that, yeah, last November I probably could have got him at two fifty to one, if not. Did you get an each way on it? Or oh a... I don't I don't
0: worry about those <laughs> each ways. Give me the alright. <laughs> This is a guy who finishes. <laughs> a guy who's been there twenty-five times. When he's forty-seven, this is his time. This is it. He's
2: due. All right. No, but legitimately, um, it's a it's a place where he has played very well in the past, and 100%. his game is is in as good of sh- form as I've ever seen it. Um, yeah. Why not? At forty to one, who who knows? He could he could not show up at all. It'd but be a hell of the way a way he's playing.
0: I would, I would love it.
1: I'd love to. see I would it. love the story as well.
0: It kind of. I mean, it, it feels I feel like little... there's
1: few people who are like real golf fans that would not love that story.
0: It kind yeah. of feels like Ernie L's like five, eight years ago. Like, like he, how many times, how many more times has he had that chance at Augusta? Like, come on, like can he get it? Yeah, can
1: except he get it? except the is that Lee's got nothing. Well, like. Like well, like yeah. in, in terms of majors, like Lee yeah. or, or Ernie has other. I mean, what does he have? Three, four? I don't even know. But um, it would just oh. be like that much more, I think, because it would be like wow. Lee finally breaking through.
2: He's got he's got nothing. He's got nothing to lose, is what you mean. <laughs>
1: yeah. At this point,
2: but that's what he's money? playing, and you and you love it. You know, like you love to see it. That's he's he's out there with his fiance on the bag, like you say. Like he's he looks like he's having a good time. Yeah. You know, he's in his game's in great form. Go out there and give it, you know, I'm what all for potentially it. could be his last good run at it, right? Yeah.
1: And and I think the one thing in in one of his interviews he said, you know, it's not like he's not still doing all the work like he's still doing all the work in the gym he's still doing all the work to you know keep his body flexible which as at 47 you need to do uh he's still doing all the work on the range he's just when he's on the course he's playing competitive golf and having fun with it it's not that it's you know i I think too easy the narrative becomes like oh well like he's just happy go well like no he's still a professional golfer grinding 100 and and is is in a happy place when he's out there competing and it seems to be working
0: Look at him and Phil when they were in the final group of the Masters. Like, their bodies, like, they look better now. They're in better shape now than they were then. Their their complete golf games might not be there. Um, But these guys work incredibly hard. Like, 47 and 50 years old. It's
1: almost like there's, like, much better athletes playing golf now than there were 25 years ago. (laughs) And sports science and all these... I'm Got just trying to, to go Kevin into a distance talk. I
2: think I think it's just the technology keeping them relevant for
0: longer. <laughs> it's that Pro V1 right? <laughs> um. Okay, All right, Bryson. so
2: so well, why don't we talk about a guy who uh, who maybe when he's on his A game is not in that top tier, but it's pretty damn impressive nonetheless. And Brian Harmon.
1: <laughs> Man, I can't be if you do my boy Brian Harmon like that.
2: Yeah, was... let's face it. Brian Harmon is a he's a journeyman. He's a grinder, but it, it's his game is so impressive. It's so
1: solid. So first off, I think that's one of the things I love about TPC Sawgrass, uh, and yes, you know, I, I yeah, I think we'll get more into the course a bit later. But there's not, a, I mean, you know, major championship venues, whether it's Augusta, whether it's U.S. Opens, uh, Open Championships, PGAs, they're not set up to let a guy like Brian Harmon win with precision golf but tpc sawgrass is a place that you don't need to be able to bomb it you don't need to be able to do some of these things if you can take risky risky approach shots and pay them off and make putts and i just i love that a guy like brian Harmon can compete at this place and i think it's the second top 10 in a row
0: here i'm not entirely sure i i mean my,
1: my, biggest, my biggest regret is that I'm always on Harmon, and fortunately I was in all my snake drafts. Adam said that I had too much exposure when I had, I have been four out of five of my snake drafts this that week. That is and too
3: much exposure. Then he carried
1: me, he absolutely carried me through the week, but. Uh, 80% Brian Harmon this week, all right, let's go get it. <laughs> it's a T3, like, are you kidding me? Well, he's my sixth pick in.
0: Hey.
2: Yeah, worked. Great. I worked, it worked. Yeah. And and again another guy who's making I don't know what the the breakdown was exactly but
1: 800,000 something, 800 and change. 800 and change not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad at
2: all. So yeah, Bryson, let's let's talk Bryson.
1: well so, so I think this is the perfect so after 72 holes of golf, Brian Hirmann was tied with Bryson DeChambeau at this golf course. Like to me that's a well, good golf. Well, they have similar course. games. <laughs> <laughs> so we
0: have um, uh, yeah i mean let's just talk about these four we have a, a almost generational golfer a phenom in jt who's a, a complete game that would play at any generation lee westwood one of the best players of the most couple of the last couple decades at 47. same
2: same thing at, but 20 years at yeah. 47 older. yeah
0: yeah brian Harmon. uh Shorter off the tee journeyman. Um, no, he's a journeyman,
1: but he, he he has pedigree. Like he was a he was a great amateur. He was a great like he was a Walker cool. Cup guy. He 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 was a very very good golfer through the system for a long time. So I mean, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, discredit yeah. these I, guys by saying, oh, you know, he's just a 15 year PGA Tour. Well, it's not so
2: much to discredit them. It's it's that they they don't have as many weapons in their arsenal, right? Mm-hmm. They, they kind exactly.
0: Of, well, so, it's like Zach Johnson, but without a major, like they're yeah. both great golfers yeah. with similar games, but he, like Zach Johnson has got that major and then becomes more of a name. Um, but then with the fourth one to round it out is Bryson DeChambeau, who is quote unquote breaking golf. So I feel like that's where you're going. He,
1: he put on, he put on like a Brian Harmon worth of weight in, in the offseason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's lost a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's seems smart. Me I mean, up, yeah. it honestly, it honestly reminds me of back when you were playing football and like everyone <laughs> you went to, you know, you played high school football with went off to university and gained like 50 pounds. And I was like, that doesn't look like healthy weight. And then everyone like loses weight again to like get to, you know, they bulk and then, and then lean.
0: Those pecs don't stay upright as much and then they become <laughs> yeah, yeah. late 60s Arnold pecs. Yeah, it's not a good look. Well, lap. it's
1: like it's like it might be power, but it's not like pliable, flexible range of no. motion power. And, and that's like what
2: strain I strain a lot when he bent over a tie shoe. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: I tried but to pick up one of my daughter's toys. The next... under the... Sorry, Adam. <laughs> I tried to pick up one of my toys under our TV cabinet at Christmas and I almost pulled my last.
1: <laughs> it's so tightly wound. But I think that'll be the next step for Bryson is like turning converting this into like I mean obviously he's in a great spot right now but it'll be fleshing this out to make it sustainable in the long term and all you know everything that goes along with it beyond just the power and what that enables him to do.
0: Yeah, so my my kind of mini Bryson around this week and I, I don't have as as good of notes this week but Bryson was my fade. So I didn't think his I mean he's proven to be a great winner. Uh, his last couple wins have come on courses with a thick rough, and I don't think that's what TBC Sawgrass necessarily needs. It's a little bit shorter course, so he's my fade. Um, but he, like he, he dialed it back, and he didn't. I think it was sometime on Saturday where the announcer said he didn't lead any drives on any hole. Like he, he was playing, he was playing In terms through of distance, the course. Like he wasn't the
1: longest on.
0: Exactly, he was playing what the course gave him, and that's what I said. I might have
1: changed game. today on 16 when he bombed one out there. True.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think on Thursday, he went driver 9-iron, he said. He got picked up on the mic. Um, but yeah, after his first two rounds, he said like he, he's putting in the right spots. And he went 69-69. He's playing well, but he's not playing great. I just like, there's so much hate out there for Bryson. And maybe um, there's another th- po- You know what? I don't think
2: there is as much as your...
1: As, there's always, maybe there's it's because it. maybe it's because po- Adam podcast. and I are too deep into golf Twitter, but uh, there's Absolutely. tons, there's tons of hate out there. For, like,
0: for why Bryson. are we making fun of him that his logo is of his hat that is also on his hat? Like, it's just a logo. Like, who cares? Other people's logos are like TW or whatever it is. Like, that's his thing. He wears that hat. That's like he needs to. Brand I'm not himself. arguing that's, with you, but like, I, I,
1: I think that I think the thing you have to realize, Adam, is that Bryson is like a lot of people just want to cheer for some guys and not cheer for other guys. And he is the type of guy that a lot of people don't want to cheer for. It has nothing to do with like how good he, like I think he's a generational golfer and I think he's has the potential to be the best of this, you know, maybe, maybe kind of like younger than JT, like the best of that group right now. Um,
2: and he's but, doing some things that are so unique and, and, you know, have proven beneficial, you know, with the, we, obviously the, the length is always talked about, but, you know, we, we touched upon it last week on the podcast, the same length clubs and what that allows him to do with, you know, his yeah. irons in the thick rough. It's a huge advantage that he's able to, that he's, that he's produced this swing that can with these clubs that can do that. You know, like it's, it's fantastic.
1: But, but I, I think the reason, yeah, I, I totally agree, first off. But the reason, like, he is an easy guy to make fun of.
2: totally, totally. yeah. Like, yeah. I
1: mean, you, watch, you look at the videos he puts out. It's when he, to me, it's when he's, like, trying to be charismatic or he's trying to, like, do what he thinks is cool. It's like, oh, man, like, you just don't get it. But, like, when he's just himself and, like, nerding out, to me, totally. that's when he's at his coolest and when he's For the sure. most interesting. Yeah. But... But the problem but is that, he, he tries to appeal to the people who are never going to like him.
0: But he's he's still respectful to the game. He's respectful to, like, everything. He's just different. And I feel like people like to... Pick so so he has respect.
1: I, I agree. I think he is... I th- He's a competitor. He gets fired up. He, we've seen him... Totally. We've seen him get snippy at officials. But... I think all of us know people have played sports against people have potentially been that person when we're fired up playing a sport not for millions of dollars where we're like a little bit not our best selves. So yeah, you're telling me. So so to me, like, I, I what I'm saying is I agree with you. People will dislike him because of these things, but you know, Tiger gets snappy at someone for taking a photo in his backswing. People will forgive Tiger because Tiger's cool. Tiger's Tiger's yeah. the ultimate in cool. But Bryson is, ne- there's going to be people that never like Bryson. And you know what? Uh, like, uh, to me, that's fine. I, I'm not going to be one of those people. I like the things that he does. Um, I, I don't think his strength. I mean, l- you look at these commercials he has with five other guys. <laughs> and like the cut to him is like the cheesiest reading of the line of
0: any of them. And it, that's just how he is, you know? Yeah, that's that's who he is. I also feel like this whole villain thing, like yeah, we need a villain in all sports, like hello, like Patrick Reed, like knocking on the door, like I'm here.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, not only is he
0: that... not only is he there, he's
2: like ready to do it, too. He's
0: like do I sign to, up? like, like what else do some, I have to do? Kick <laughs> some sound of my club or fluff up a line? Like, hello, I'm the Joker, but you're making me the Joker. Should I like step on here? someone else's ball?
1: Like no one be like Yeah.
3: What
0: else do you want like... me to do here?
1: Um, But but I I don't I don't see Bryson so much as a villain as as more to me. He's just he's not everyone's flavor. People people just don't.
0: Yeah. And and I I think you're right. We're we're deep into the whole golf Twitter thing where the more I see it, the more I want to counterbalance it. Be like, okay fine. I'm going to be a Bryson guy, I guess. Well, I totally
1: agree. And like I would rather be positive than not.
2: But but, you know, I think I mentioned it last week and Craig kind of alluded to it he just does things that are meme worthy, you know? And it's yeah. just, yeah. it's like, I don't think all of the, the hate that you're saying, and, and again, you guys are deeper into it than I am, but, um, I think some of the hate is just in in good fun. I would think is more like, like ribbing the guy. And I mean, he's on top of the world right now. He's really on top of the golf world. Like yeah, he he didn't get it done this week. He had a, uh, yeah. Lowly third place after winning last week. <laughs> like he's doing yeah. pretty good. I don't think Bryson needs to care too much about what people are saying about him, right? So
1: yeah, I mean, in terms of his game, I love what he's doing. I love that he was able to go to a course where distance is not yes. a weapon and yeah. and you know potentially have a chance to win it on Sunday. Uh,
0: but we're echoing the same thing from last week. We talked about Bryson a bit. Anyone else in the league? Uh, oh, oh, to-
1: we can't leave Bryson without talking about what the heck happened on um, four yeah so like
2: well, that, that, i might touch upon that in uh in okay, a future we'll get to, segment. We'll, we'll
1: get to that because because yeah i mean that's another like just the pure outpouring of joy when that happened i think is indicative <laughs> of how so, so many people feel about bryson
0: yeah okay before so, before we move on i think we want to talk about the course a little bit anyone else on the leaderboard you guys want to touch on get final thoughts that we won't touch on later
2: you know, I wanted to give a shout-out to our boy Corey Connors again, making just a charge on Sunday there. He, you know what? He could have got it to 14. Yeah. He could have. He, he was 10 after, what, 13? Or was it even 12? Full 12. Oh, anyway, he, he had a, he had a, a 13. legit look on 14 to get to 11. Um, he was putting for Eagle on 16 on
0: 16. That was bad. Three putt. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it was kind of, that was kind of it from there. He had, I think he had a look on 18 for birdie too. Didn't make anything, but that's, yeah. 10
0: 10 under seventh solo. Seventh, if he posted a 12 or 13, that would be pretty scary to those guys. Yeah. Coming 17, 18 there.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Now I was also thinking about this because so, if, if if you get a win at this time of season, you get into the Masters, but then you also have a very, very good chance of getting into the Tour Championship, which yeah. gets you into the next Masters, correct? I don't or is know that
2: only tour... because
0: it was a COVID year? I
2: think it was it, it was because it was a COVID year. I'm not 100% sure about that, though. Because but a win
0: here, wouldn't you just get enough OWGR points to probably carry yourself into yeah. the Masters? Yeah, but for anyways? the next year, I mean. Yeah. No, but yeah.
2: even... Well, even this, yeah, for the next oh, year. Oh, no, maybe.
1: at a tournament like this, I mean more like a win this time of year. Oh, so, like, say Connors oh, yeah, yeah. won it last week, and, I mean, he's in the Masters already, but say he wasn't, and right, right, he, right. he won in, and then is he gets in the into Masters? the Tour chain. I've
2: made a mistake with this before, so.
1: <laughs> I think he is. Uh, I could How be wrong, is he in? Because
2: he was 60-something in the world. Um, oh, he's it up to so. 40. He's up to 41, so he's in.
1: Oh, there he is. Um, now, yeah. I don't see him here. in, in uh, So there's some people we're going to bring up again. I don't see Casey being someone who's going to get brought up again. Um, Paul Casey, he finished tied for fifth. Had to under. Have, he
2: had to have rinsed like three balls today, too.
1: Well, so he rinsed rinsed a bunch of balls today. Thursday. He had a seven on 17. So, like, this guy was so close to winning. (laughs) Like, he he had so many good shots to win this tournament if he just would have eliminated a few of these holes that he...
0: he He's playing fantastic right now. He's playing
1: fantastic golf. Uh, Yeah. Like the, the thing, the thing I loved, loved about fantastic. him on Saturday was he, he was talking about how you know he hasn't played here well here before. Uh, he wants to go out there and try to win it. He understands that you have to take on risks to to have a chance. Uh, maybe it was a bit of poor foreshadowing as to how his round today was going to go. <laughs> but when I, so when someone's playing well like he is right now, I I do like the fact that he. He went out there to try to win it. Um, and, and, yeah, he put a bunch of balls in, in bad spots. But, yeah. He beat up on his playing
2: partner there. Who is was supposedly A-game is top-notch. John Ron. Yeah.
0: So. Oh, I was like, who are you talking about? Who are you trying to drag um, down right now?
2: I also, I, th- I think we should mention Taylor Gooch, but I'm going to be bringing yeah, him say, up he'll, he'll, again later, too.
0: Tune, so. in, tune in later if you're going to be yeah. upset at us for not bringing him up now. Okay, let's talk players hype. Sawgrass, fifth major, all that. Who wants to dive into that kind of topic? Yeah, I'll
2: I'll start off. Uh, I thought it was awesome. I mean, I was super excited going into this week, and even though a lot of the guys I was kind of pulling for had got themselves into a position where I didn't think they had a chance um, going into the weekend, JT kind of being one of them. I mean, he went into the weekend at minus two. I thought he was well back, but um, it's still, you know, it still is dramatic and exciting totally. um the course is just it's built for it you know
0: like it it's brilliant literally it's brilliant. yeah <laughs>
2: you know like it's it's just it's captivating
0: yeah I, I when they reworked the schedule i think two or three years ago and it, it was back in march and it's like it's the perfect amuse bouche to the major <laughs> season like we get this nice taste oh, it's, it's not nice. a major yeah thank you I, i'm i'm quite cultured if you haven't noticed um <laughs> just trying to bring a little culture to the group yeah I'm just trying to bring a little culture to the group okay um what's nice about it like same course we only have that one major at augusta that's no the same no first off i gotta your... interrupt
1: you do you know what a moose bouche means
0: uh one bite i don't know
1: i think it means like happy mouth
0: oh, okay <laughs> i don't know i, th- I, like, that I could I know be wrong
2: if, if i am wrong i, I thought know. it sounded very fancy yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, way to shoot me down. <laughs> this is why you're not invited to the finer things club, Craig. <laughs> Come on. Man. Uh, so it's at the same course every year. Like though only Augusta does that. Um, it gives us. It's like the perfect. You know, all these uh, DFS contests get bigger. We get the live at the players and uh, Golf Central and like the lead every up shot, Tons yeah. of hype. Um, it's it, it's not a major, but it's the perfect kind of like push you into the super season this year push you into the major season every other year yeah honestly quite honestly personally
1: i don't care whether it's a major or not like uh, whether <laughs> to me yeah, it it's, doesn't it's matter. semantics like it's it, like it's- Whatever a part is, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it, it's an accomplishment. Uh, like the things we call majors now have only been sort of solidified for a, a handful of decades. Uh, they used to think of the U.S. amateur and the British amateur as the two majors. They used to think about the Western Open as a major for a long time. Like to me, it's it, it's all semantics. We we call. Yeah. I, I, I'm happy with the four things we call majors now. The players is an amazing career accomplishment. You look at the list of winners, it's all top players from their from when they were playing. I I love having Something like this that we go do the same year. I think uh, you know. I, I was seeing this discussed. I think sixteen, seventeen, eighteen here is more exciting than sixteen, seventeen, eighteen at Augusta. I think they I think the early part of the yeah. front nine at Augusta is probably better. But I think the finishing here, it's harder to get in with a win, which to me is it keeps it dramatic till the very bitter end because it's a yeah. tough, tough shot on 17, tough tee shot on 18. If you've, if you've taken on the tough tee shot on 18, you have an easier shot into the green on, on 18. But if you haven't, you can easily get into trouble on 18. Uh, To me, I think it's a great course. It's whoever, whatever you want to call it. It's not a major. It's the fifth major. It's, it's a career accomplishment for these guys. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And, and you're probably right about 16, 17, 18 versus 16, 17, 18 at Augusta. But, um, I'll take the back nine at Augusta as my oh, favorite. Totally. You know, Sunday. Yeah.
1: Although the back day. nine at Augusta is a touch overrated. Like, it, it, essentially, let's
0: not get into this this week. Come on. Well,
1: no, but like, essentially, you have a few awesome. Like, there's, there's, it's got yeah, the it's best. got like three, <laughs> like the three holes. or four holes <laughs> of the vested golf. But then it's got some boring holes too. Like, yeah, and that that's what I would say. Whereas the back nine here. You, you could say that the worst hole on the back nine here is better than the worst hole. Anyway, so we don't need to get into yeah, this. Yeah.
0: I forget what I was going to say. Oh yeah. We haven't even been doing this podcast for a year. So we're not a full, like every event under our belt. Having, as Craig said, I picked JT and our pick show, having him in the lead, getting up to that green on 17. Like my heart rate was like, it was racing. Oh yeah. Knowing on, especially on Thursday, how many of those balls just like hit. And then people are like, okay, it's going to check at the back. And, and they're like, shocked that it didn't hold the green. And throughout the whole week, this new green on 17, we heard about it all week. Man, it is a dramatic finish. It, well, it's for a tricky sure. So you so, gets that similar? dry...
2: You're like, okay,
1: okay, he'll make a bogey <laughs> <Yeah>. at least. <laughs> similar, similar to that, Adam. Like I had that ticket that I showed you. Yes, that yeah. It was, you know, I was in, uh, you know, single digits at one point in a 90 something thousand person contest, DFS contest. And Hazen was my weak point at the start of the day. It ended up collapsing because it had Gim and Kirk on it. But when Usti was playing in, like he was finishing his round before everyone else on my, on my ticket was starting. <laughs> yeah. So when he was going through like 17, 17- Man, like, I was sweating it. Like I'm yeah. like, oh man, like this is the you hitting into the drink here or not could be like such a big difference for me. Um, and that's awesome. Like it's great to have have shots that people have to execute. Well, it's yeah. it's
2: awesome too to have a finish where you can go, you know, eagle, birdie, birdie, and you can go like you can. double, triple, quad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like
0: <laughs> yeah, easily, easily, yeah. or. 30, 12, par, or whatever it is. And, and yeah, I think like,
1: the, like the other thing on that note is that you can't hide. Like, no. It, it makes it so that you can't just make easy. You can't play your way in easily with a two-shot lead. That's no. that's the beauty of it. No. Let me
0: hit the center of the fairway. Oh, it's, oh, it's floating green. <laughs> 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 like, let me hit a stinger out there. Oh, shoot. Like, that tee yeah.
2: shot on 18 is just like, it It gives me like chills just looking at, you know, like yeah. I hit a cut and it, I'm just like, I'd be, I'm, well, I'd be short of the trees, but I'm like, I'd be in the trees every time. <laughs> like every yeah, time. Unless quite I happily. Pull <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on that note, this is I think a perfect example, JT's second shot into 16, uh, like, having to execute that in that moment, you know, he, he ended up, up on the, you know, left side of the green, but still, it's so easy for that shot to leak, and you're bringing it in with so hot, trying to hit mm-hmm. that green in two, that if it leaks, and it lands over on that, yeah. move, the other part of the green, it's so easy to kick into the water, like, it, it's just great. I, so I, I think, think if
2: anything, he was a little unlucky that that stayed as far left, like he didn't get a, a friendly kick yeah, over. So
0: he was hitting a five wood, and I think they said the was 15 feet from the edge of the water like, yeah with the water right like give me a break how do you how do you like how do you manage that
1: i saw a comment on on twitter too that just cracks me up and you guys will appreciate this like how many machines do you think maintenance workers have put into the water on this course <laughs> over the years I was thinking about r- that on 17. Like, like you guys have mown greens, hand mown greens, rolled greens. Like, man, no, that would, I was never I would be sweating that. it.
2: It's, yeah. I don't think Adam was ever up. I ran over two markers.
1: <laughs> Adam raked bunkers, I guess. That's true. <laughs>
2: no, do you think I 17 hand is like- just a hand mow, the whole thing?
1: I think so, yeah. How else do you yeah. get up? I think quite a few of those would be hand mows. Yeah. Okay, so- All right, we
2: don't need to bore people with our, our maintenance <laughs> talk here.
0: I think I think the other thing, though, this is kind of a segue and a closing statement. One of the best things about this course is how many of the stars missed it. So we had Greg talked about this in the intro, but Rory, Scotty Scheffler, Hideki, Tommy Fleetwood, Webb Simpson, Victor Hovland, like he said, from his mom calling in the calling him about the penalty. Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, our boys here, Patrick Cantlay. like Yeah. It, it's an incredible course to have that many. Elite, uh, usually, those guys can have their. Now, C- now can you dig A into, A into that that B- Hovland
1: back. just in case people don't know what that's yeah, about? Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry. So, what happened? Basically, he marked his sixteen-inch putt and moved it for Justin Thomas's putt. Moved it out of the way as it was. It was in his line, so he had to but move. But then he moved it again in the same direction, so he was in about six inches away. An easy tap in. Tapped it in but this is an event where every single shot is live as they advertise many times. And his family was watching it back home. And his mom called him after the round and said, are you going to get, are you going to get penalty today? Like what, what happened there? And he's he, like, he had no idea that he did anything wrong and nobody else did his playing partners. Like the rules official, nobody did. So he, Looked at it, I think self-reported it, and lost two strokes and ulti- ultimately missed the cut. Ultimately missed the cut because... And so, essentially, he
1: did move it again, but then moved it in the wrong direction, wrong direction, right? A, yeah, a, a
0: simple brain fart that anybody could... Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird, like... Who was it who didn't mark their ball just picked it up? The lay Those last oh, wrong. that was wrong. <laughs> like Kind of like that. It's just like he went like on to, like, to win. He uh, went on to win that
1: tournament. I'm like, pretty what sure. What
2: do I do now? Yeah, that was a BMW, I think.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so but yeah, what- I mean,
1: so the I, one of the things to me is is this just highlights that distance is somewhat neutralized at this course because yeah. all of these guys, when they show up at norm at a lot of you know cha- more championships type courses, they get a half stroke or. you know maybe in a full stroke just based on on being that much longer you know like a rory gets that on a brian Harmon, just because of it's another tool he has but then when you take away that some of that advantage i mean it's always an advantage but you take away some of that and then all of a sudden it's like okay but how how do how do you do these other four tools as well as these guys that make their living doing those four things um, and, and these guys, yeah, they can't lean on that. And there's, there's hazards that can creep into play so easily. I, I This is one of the things that I think makes us great is that you can't just show up here as a DJ and totally. and
0: roll over the course. Yeah, yeah I agree. Okay, so speaking of DJ, I think one last thing before we get into other segments here that I think was pretty newsworthy is DJ basically said that he's going to skip the Olympics this summer. Number one golfer in the world. What do you guys think about that?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I... I read about that and I kind of understand his his stance on it. He said that he hadn't really decided, and then he just missed the chance to sign up. and um, It's very DJ esque. <laughs> I, like, well, I don't know, <laughs> but Did anyone put do they serve sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, he says it's kind of right in the heart of a busy schedule for him. I don't know, about, you know. I know personally I wouldn't want to be doing extra traveling this year if I didn't have to. Um, But I
1: I, I hold the Olympics in pretty high high regard. The one thing that I, I was after seeing that, so DJ played in the 3M Open this year, which not a ton of guys went to and played in. And now the 3M Open is the one event between the Open Championship and the Olympics. Now, so what I don't know is whether he has some sponsor obligations that make it so he has to play in the 3M Open. Because then he would be going from essentially the week he has the Open Championship, then having to go to Minnesota to play there, and then having to go to Japan. Whereas I think a lot of people who would be playing the Open would... Obviously, to, skip that yeah. week and and go or prep start prepping whatever they're going to do, but um, not play the week in between. So, I, I mean, I don't even know if that's the case at all,
0: but that is a theory that I've come up with. Um, I I kind of I don't know I I don't like it. I am I I hold the Olympics in a very high high regard. It was always kind of the pinnacle athletic event. Comes every four years. Okay. You can't. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
2: for for golf, you do, though? The, it's a pinnacle event for golf? For like, golf I never... golf. Is,
0: golf is brand new. We have yeah. four majors a year. We have one Olympics every four years. I think if it continues on a good trend with the top players going, it could be one of these, like, iconic golf career achievements. that mm-hmm. you, you, Like, you only have two. Very good players have two opportunities to get. Like, I mean... I think it's good for golf to be
1: in the Olympics, involved in the Olympics. I think it's it's going to be good for golf if they have their star. Like to me, it, it's one of these things like basketball when they went from having the dream team, team when it was first professionals that you could have in, and then it just like the U.S. just dominated for a while, and and then it yeah the the it was just show up and you can win. So the, then they got beat up i think it was argentina who really like hit him in the mouth that one year and in uh oh four oh yeah. eight somewhere around there and then like again afterwards all the stars showed up and to me like i just hope i think that's good for basketball to do that i think it'd be good for golf to like it's a bigger stage it's hard for these golfers to realize i think because They feel like they're playing on the biggest stages in golf, but the Olympics is the biggest stage in sport. Maybe aside from soccer world cup, Cup. I guess.
2: You know what though? I just, I I disagree in a sense because unlike basketball where you, I don't know, it's a team game, right? And so then you're, it's a team thing with your country, your fellow countrymen. um, And that often breaks up, you know, NBA teams into their countries or, or mm-hmm. with hockey or whatever um, whereas with golf you're still it's still an individual sport it's really it's the same format as every other week it's a 72 hole stroke play event it t- to be honest so, it doesn't do and that's do where a that's lot. where
1: potentially I think they could get I think it would be they more could get interesting creative with
2: if it, they I, match I don't know play. what your
0: argument is here is here No like, I
2: to me all I'm not really for me, it doesn't really do a lot. Like, in, as I love you guys know, I love the Olympics. I I get get into it every two years. All the time, all the sports. I become like a I become like a luge fanatic
1: during the,
2: you know during the Olympics. I've never but,
1: cared so much about handball.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I don't know. For, for me as a golf fan, it doesn't just it just doesn't
0: do a lot for me. And, the other thing that I want to bring up is the whole travel thing. Leaves a sour taste in my mouth. It's kind of BS. If you travel to Saudi Arabia for that tournament, yeah. but don't go to Japan for the Olympics, like give me a break.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I agreed. Uh,
0: but so, so to me, I, I do
1: agree with you somewhat, Kevin. I, I still think regardless, it's just another
2: event. Is is what how I feel about. But it.
1: But I, I, I don't think it is. I think that's I think that's how it's being interpreted by some of these. Players To me, I would love it if they went match play. I, I think that match play is an underutilized format in golf. Uh, and one of the reasons yes. being that it doesn't televise well, it doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't always lead to it's the not best a concise yes, long yeah. event. Yeah. So like the Olympics do it match play fine. You don't they care less about whether it's a solid block of programming and they just, you know, people will watch it. I mean, it's happening in the middle of the night anyway, so watch the highlight yeah. package. Um, I, you know, we talked about this I, in the last couple of weeks sometime. Make a mixed doubles event. Like, do interesting things with it. And and I think that would help to make it better. But to me, it's still, sure. it's good for golf to be in
0: the Olympics. It would be good for golf to have the best players there. Yeah, you almost need to go... Hundred percent amateur or have the best players? Like no, and honestly, like, I don't care about DJ really. Like the no, U.S. And the U.S. That's, US kind, is of I, that's yeah.
2: kind of where I land about this whole thing. Is it's it's I I read it. I was like, huh. And that's but like, about all. It's more I about. if
1: if Matt Kucher is representing the state. Like it, it's like okay, so if DJ's not there, then it's going to be what Bryce and JT. Uh, I don't even know here. Um, who would be top of the? I was going to say uh, Rom, but know. it's not Rom.
2: Callum Morikawa would be up there.
1: Morikawa. Um Anyway. Anyway, so <laughs> Xander. You, you're going to have yeah, Xander, Captain you, America, Patrick Reed. So you're going to have four studs from the states, assuming that top players are going. It's it's more like to me if if the Victor Hovland doesn't go for Norway, if Rom doesn't go for Spain. Like one of the things that's great about golf is you do have all of these countries who have top golfers in the world. And so it's, that's what would really lose the flavor for me.
0: Yeah. And I think it has tons of potential because there are so many sports. I live in a city that has a luge track, a bobsled track. There's a handful of them around the world. And that's why Jamaica is a Disney movie-esque story when they put together a bobsled team, because you can't do that. Golf is played worldwide. like there's very few places that doesn't represent in golf and i think that's why it would be an amazing olympic sport yeah. i mean it, it's amazing what happens when a,
1: a sport grows up under the british empire when they control the world it just <laughs> it just seems to spread
0: everywhere oh i like it i like that it. saucy okay Wait, man it's true <laughs> yeah, it's true <laughs> moving on three stars three stars of the week we're we're running long on this one it's a players championship but three stars third star Antoine Rosner, guys. There's another tournament this week. Qatar uh, Masters. I feel like I got it right that time. Craig, Craig will correct me. Qatar Masters. No, yeah, I keep both of us keep saying Qatar, but I'm pretty sure it's Qatar. Yeah, drained a massive 60 foot putt to win. Um, I just want to kind of talk about his. Prof- he's a professional golf grinder. So he well, say recently- he's a
1: professional golfer. I'm like, oh,
0: he's a professional <laughs> golfer. 2017 he was playing on the Alps Tour twenty eighteen graduated to the challenger tour twenty nineteen won twice on the challenge tour earned his european tour card twenty twenty in his first european tour uh first season on the european tour has won twice in twenty three events wow. like that late twenties i think he's twenty eight that's grinding like from twenty seventeen to Alps to twenty twenty like i guess it was kind of late twenty twenty and early twenty twenty one that he got his wins, but still huge like that's just grinding he moves up to 63rd in the world we'll get an invite to WGC match play if he that's yeah if I I, if he chooses to go I think in two weeks uh I don't think he's ever played in a match play I don't think he's ever played in a major so huge step for Rosner this week huge win yeah and he he was
1: someone who I'd been picking forever in DFS because he was getting that disrespect stamp for so long Um, but then he got he got priced up for the first time this week and you and you let you didn't pick him I didn't pick him because he was all of a sudden he was actually getting priced up, but I yep. should have.
0: Second start, Lee, Lee Westwood. Um, I think we talked about him enough, but back to back, 54 hole leads um, at 47 years old. Remarkable. Mm-hmm. He's living his best life. I mean, I think that like
2: he's he like we've talked about his attitude is great. I think he's going to take a personal offense to the fact that he's been the second star two weeks in a row. It's going to really <laughs> irk him. That's going to be his bulletin board material for, you know, maybe the masters.
0: Yeah. And then 41, there you go for you. <laughs> Hang it on the bulletin board lead. First star, Justin Thomas, uh great weekend, uh, seven strokes to start or seven strokes behind the start, um, behind the leaders to start the weekend. He hit 17 of 18 greens in reg on Sunday. I think he just barely missed the 18th green, uh, which he laughed about after. First winner to do that since on Sunday since Hal Sutton in 20, uh, 2000. And here's another stat for you guys. PGA Tour history to reach 14 wins before the age of 28. There's been four people to do it. Justin Thomas entered that club along with Tiger, Jack Nicklaus, and Johnny Miller. Hmm. 14 wins before the age of 28. That is elite. And that's why you could say he's a generational player right there. Yep. That surprised
1: think... me, actually. I thought, I thought 14 be some other 14 wins is a it?
2: lot. Yeah. 14's a lot of wins.
1: I mean, it also, you know, like, Rory didn't have a ton. He was playing a lot more in Europe when he was younger. So, I mean.
0: Bring it back to Rory. All right. Always. Okay, let's move on. Stock up, stock down. Who wants to go? Craig, you want to go first? Am I going? I'll go. Yeah. Uh,
1: so I'm going up. I got Daniel Berger. I think that, uh, you know, we had... So first off, Daniel Berger opened up with a 74. He was plus two. The cut line ended up at even. He was one of these people who was right there with Patrick Cantlay. Uh We we kind of just assumed these people were going to do what they needed to do to make the cut. Berger did. Uh, he... He went out and shot 68, 71, 67, worked his way into a backdoor top 10. Uh, to me, it was exactly the type of thing that you expect a top player in the world to do. Uh, yeah. He is in form. I think he is a one of the reasons we were doing our preview show for the Honda Classic. I think I'm going to be shocked if he's not the, the favorite for that. Right. Um, you know, betting favorite, highest price in DFS, all the things. Although it depends, Lee Westwood, nah, Berger will ta- Berger will take him. Zhang j
2: Mackenzie nah, Hughes.
1: Nah, it's gonna be Burger. <laughs>
2: Chase That's Kepka. 66, 66. Last Those guys year. are Come all on. good
1: golfers, but I'm saying I'm saying it's going to be Berger. Uh, I just, uh, to me, he's in good form. I, I don't think he gets. He's such a quiet, whole hum guy. I don't think he gets enough appreciation or uh, recognition yeah. for how good he's playing. So stock up, Daniel Berger.
0: I like it. Yep. Yeah.
1: And then speaking of ho-hum style players and people who are at plus two through their first round, I'm going stock down on Patrick Cantlay. Oh, Um, it pains me. It does. It pains me. I had a lot of exposure to Patrick Cantlay this week. And so (laughs) uh, to me, it just this is exactly the type of thing where Cantlay needed to get it done on um on Friday, Friday to make the cut, and he just didn't like he. It was, and I don't know, like I, I, I didn't watch all of it, but he didn't. It just was uninspired, kind of like it's not like he ever even really charged at it. Uh, to me, I think maybe in part he um, <clears throat> he is one of these guys that distance is also a weapon for, but. Patrick Cantley, like I think we are all big Patrick Cantley fans. I think we would all like to see him do well. Uh, (laughs) Me and Adam are big Patrick Cantley fans. He's a hard guy not to cheer for with what he's been through in life. Uh, He was he was as high a pedigree guy in his you know amateur amateur career first you know early turning pro and then has has dealt with a ton for how old he is as a professional golfer. We want to see him get some of those marquee wins. He was in a very similar position to JT. Like he easily could have been in the same position as JT. Berger ended up also at minus two after yeah. his second round. So Cantley easily could have gotten from seventy four in the opening round to to uh, you know minus two after two rounds and then done did what JT did. But he kind of it's just he needs he needs a statement win. So yeah. That's sort of what I'm hanging the hat on. He needs a statement wing and he didn't make the cut at, at a statement win event.
0: Yeah. And he was a heavy, heavy bedded heavy kind of favored in DFS world uh, player this week. Um, obviously my one and done. So I hold it close um, Friday. It was weird. Like he wasn't playing awful. His approaches were around 20 feet and he was just burning edges. You know, it was either the wrong pace or slightly the wrong line. He seemed to be pl- playing just fine, but he needed to go, I think, like he said, 200 just to get to even. And he he just didn't do it. Like he, the putts didn't fall. It then you kind of, okay, I, I need to birdie the next like to the next four, or I need to birdie out. And it just it became too much to overcome. And it was it was tough. Um I, I've had him in my pocket for one and done for a while, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna whip him out at the highest purse event and yeah. And there we it did it came a little bit out of nowhere but I feel like
1: this is one of those events where you can miss. Like you, you there's no guarantee you're going to make the cut just cuz you're showing totally. up and you're in form and you're a top player. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, I agree.
1: All right, Kev. Stock up, right. stock down. Yeah. Well, moving
2: up, I have Taylor Gooch. Ooh. First of all, yo, you, you got to love it when a guy who's got a name like Gooch is playing well so because you can always get that gooch chance going which i love he's taking Um, over
0: the cooch yeah i think think
2: that's my prediction here that's why he's my stock up (laughs) no uh taylor gooch so he kind of charged up the leaderboard today um finished what was it a tie for fifth fifth in the end um so for him awesome um you know, awesome paycheck, awesome FedEx cup points, all the stuff that is important for a player like him to just kind of get under his belt, um, to keep his job security, everything Mm -hmm. like that. Um, those sweet,
1: sweet FedEx cup points,
2: those sweet, sweet FedEx (laughs) cup points, but he's been playing sneaky good lately. So in his last 11 events, he's made eight cuts, The the three that he's missed, he's either missed by one or two shots. So he's, he's right there. And, and, on that note, like I know we've talked about it before, but the depth of these fields, like you get a guy like JT who is on the other side of the cut line through 27 holes, go on to win the tournament. You know, Victor yeah. Perez makes a cut on the number, comes char- like Victor Perez yeah. 200 and what in the world comes charging up to finish in a in the top 10. I think, um, you know, the the depth of these players. To, if you make the cut, you have a chance. You have a legitimate chance to win a lot of the weeks. So, guys that are just missing the cut by a shot or two, it's not like they're playing terribly, you know. Yeah. Um and and that seems to be like even more so this year. And maybe it's just cuz I'm paying more attention, but it seems to be more so this year um than ever before. I think the depth is just getting more and more all the time. So, yeah, he he's in essentially in his last 11 tournaments, he's either made the cut or been right there. Um he has three top 10s in that time period. Um, you know, now 64th in the world. He's a guy I'll just, you know, keep your eye on. If you're looking for your six of sixes, like you guys always are, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking for my, my top tens, but you know 20s. what we mean
1: when we're saying that? <laughs> yeah,
2: totally. You're, you're looking for a six out of six. I get it. <laughs> um, no, but you know, keep your eye on him. Um, I think he's a, he's a looking more and more like a safe play all the time. So, um, yeah, keep your eye on him. He's a he's a great ball striker. Uh, seems to have a pretty complete game too. So um, I think he's trending in the right direction.
0: Okay, well I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. I, I got a pie in the face moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now. Kevin's pie. in the What'd you say? Victor Prez was 200 and something in the world. 36 no, he's in the like world. 50. Dis, disrespect oh, stab you know, right no, there. No, I was thinking
2: about uh, Doug Gim. Doug Gim. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Fair. Okay. Well good recovery. I couldn't have. I couldn't
1: could have said it better. myself. well, I could have, but I'm really good at, at using my mouth. No, to make Craig.
2: Words. I was. You know, I was. I was having a, a FaceTime family chat with Craig earlier today, and he put 250 something in the world. 250, in 257, my head. I but think. We were talking about Gim, Yeah. Sorry. Unfortunately, <laughs> Gim plays face. 257 but that's an early, in the world. Today. An early face segment uh, moment early
0: there. Segment. <laughs> okay, Kevin. We got moving down.
2: Moving down. I hate to do it. I know two of us especially really like this guy, Rory McElroy.
0: Oh, <laughs> it, I was surprised because on the notes we have Rory. I wasn't sure which one it was going to be. <laughs> I was just
1: expecting it to be Sabatini.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Rory McElroy, I mean,
2: it's hard to. He could obviously pop next tournament he plays and win, but it's, you know, we haven't talked about it yet, but him talking about the effect that Bryson had on him to chase more speed um, and how he's clearly out out of sync right now is just kind of scary for a guy that is that good. He's fallen out of the top 10 now in the world. Um it's you know I, I don't know what to say except that I'm I'm worried my future bet at the masters that I put on him a few weeks ago I'm now not feeling so good about again he could get it I, I hope he finds it on the range. He he kind of gears it back down tries to just swing more within himself or whatever the changes he made to try to get more speed. He reverses that and can kind of just get back to what he was doing. But um, to see somebody like that so off uh, is kind of, it's kind of disconcerting, you know? Yeah. I, I I love Rory. Like I, I want him to be, it's more fun when Rory's up around the lead. Um, so I hope he gets it back, but right now it's hard to trust him.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. It is Pi Day. It's three point one four. It's March fourteenth. I had some dominoes. I felt like me and Rory, you know, have that special connection. We like, we both like dominoes. I thought you were going to say favorite?
2: something about it coming full circle, or <laughs>
0: oh no, another pie in the face moment. Um, yeah, just, just qu- real okay. quick, because I,
1: I uh, were you going to talk about Rory? Or are you getting into your stock, stock up, stock down? No, I
0: was going to ask Kevin a question because he said something. I want to, I want to, uh, yeah, go, a little, go bit. for it, go for it. How many Masters Futures do you have this year? A lot.
1: <laughs> Most of the i it sounds
0: I like. realize that.
2: I have a lot of Masters Futures.
0: I know you have Speeth, I know you have Rory. And I know you have Lee Westwood.
2: I have Bryson DeChambeau as well. Whoa!
0: We... Anti-Greens book. You have Bryson?
2: Yeah, I know. He's just playing so good. Man, it's good. a part but 68. I, I didn't think about that. It was a... <laughs> I'll get into that later, but I got a little overexcited this weekend with some of my okay. getting here, right? Fair, fair. Um, who else do have? Uh, Cam Smith. I'm happy about that one. For uh, 2020 or 2021? 2021. <laughs> okay. Can't, hey, if we talked about it after the, the Masters this year. You're, we're gonna see Cam Smith in a green jacket one day. I think might be this year.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Craig. You go. You go, and Rory. He's your boy.
1: So I, I, this whole Rory trying to chase Bryson thing, I'm not buying it. To be honest. Well, he's the one I, that said I, it. I am. Well, so I, I agree. I agree that he's saying. He's, <laughs>
0: he, he's playing checkers when Bryce is playing chess.
1: Yeah, no, I think he's playing chess. He's trying <laughs> no, to let no, Bryson think that he got in Rory's head. Oh, the yeah. things. Like, Rory's driving is in fine shape. Uh, it, it's It's been his approach play that really has hurt him. Um, it, like, he, he's gaining almost a stroke off the tee. Yes, he is only. Third, in strokes, and you know, off the tee but this year. Craig,
2: just to be clear, it's not it's not just his driving. It's I'm talking. We're talking about speed, right? He he specifically noted like the way Bryson hits it out of the rough.
1: Yeah, was... and and that could that could be more the case because to me, so his his approach play is is bad, and like he, he has been good at getting himself into good positions. Off the tee, and but this is going back further. I mean, maybe it was early when when you know uh, when Bryson was playing well early in the summer. But I I just think it's sort of it, it almost feels like every week it's just Roy keeps getting asked about why he's not playing well. So it, you know it's because he doesn't have the spark. It's because you know he said he kind of feeds off fans. Like it's been sort of a different story ever for the last six months it's it's something different because he just keeps getting asked about it. And I'm not saying that there's nothing to the fact that he might be trying to to make sure that he can he can get through rough better and and saw what Bryson did at the US Open. But to me to me I think it's a little bit overblown. Like I, I think Rory has some some precision yardages and, and accuracy with his shorter clubs into greens that he needs to work out because other than that, he's, he's right on where his form should be. That's, that's the one thing that when he's playing at his best, he does it a very high level that he's not doing right now.
2: Well, and and like I say, I I hope, I mean, the fact that he's, whether it has to do with Bryson, whatever, the fact that he's alluding to him, not being able to find it right now and kind of searching for something is more what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. Um, and because it's clear, that's not like for uh, open for interpretation. Like he's clearly struggling with, like he's, it's the approach aspect of his game. But um, it it's just kind of shocking to see him as off as he is. You know, he's air mailing greens into like the worst spots he can leave himself. Yeah. You know, and not and, not
1: like rarely. Like he's doing it a lot right now, or he sure did this week. So. So so one thing I just want to pull up here because I, I think this kind of puts it into context of what Rory is doing right now. So Rory is driving the ball fine, but he, his greens in regulation, he's actually 130th in greens in yeah, regulation. that's shocking. Even though he's third in strokes and off the tee. So it, like it's really... But the thing that is crazy is... He's sixth in birdie. So like he's he's doing, he's making a lot of good shots. It's just that his he's not managing his misses. His his he's bad not, no, shots. It's not
2: consistent right now. Yeah. And that's somebody like Rory, he needs to he's good enough that he can limit like he he can he can get in the top ten with like his C game. You know? So to mm-hmm. see him like this far away from that is yeah. just what's so shocking, right?
0: So yeah, a couple of points that I, I think exactly what Kevin said. So I'm just on his on the official world golf ranking site right now. Uh 11 of his last 13 starts, he's been top 25. Like he hasn't but, been but, playing and that's golf. with his C game, you know? That's with his C game. Exactly. The, the the drastic thing is he doesn't have the win in 2020 or 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
1: And, and he's and also it, one is, of the it most- is I agree with it being a stock down. I agree with all these things. I I just to me I don't think I I I am more and maybe this is just me being a total Rory Homer. I don't think it's far off. I think I think he's going to get some sort of fix, some sort of thought, some sort of something with his approach play. And it's going to kind of click quickly because there's so many things in his game that are fine. It just seems to be like very
0: narrow things that are costing him a lot. Uh, I mean, guys, we we're having the same conversation about JT three weeks ago. And was cool. won one of the biggest tournaments of his and career. And that's
2: why I'm trying to give Rory this pep
0: talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And... <laughs> The other thing I'll say is, I got one that of the futures most... bet. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the most open interviews in golf, I think. Yeah, for sure. And fast interviews, you know. And speaking
2: of that, a lot of these guys are nowadays, and it's yeah, refreshing. It's awesome.
0: It is refreshing for yeah, the anti DJ. <laughs> hey, DJ actually says what he's thinking. He does. It's just. <laughs> it's just... <laughs>
1: Okay, okay. I think I think we need to plow on Adam. You're up. Stock up, stock yeah, down. Stock up.
0: Uh Shane Lowry is my stock up this week. Uh because I I don't know if I've talked about him in stock down recently, but he hasn't been playing well. He has no like he has just kind of faded and faded and faded and, and nothing's been there in the last little bit. But he got a solo eight at the players. Big tournament, mo most, most stacked field in golf. He got a solo eight. It's actually his first top 10. I was trying to do something in his first top 10 in a major tour event. So I'm I'm counting the PGA tour and the European tour first top 10 since the 2019 open. I was going to say he since won. he won it. Wow. <laughs> like, he hasn't had a top 10 since like that's crazy. That, that's a pretty drastic little slip. Um, but he played well three under in three of his four rounds. Uh, he flashed his elite around the green game. I, I, He's a guy I really like to cheer for. I'm glad that he showed some form. I don't know what that means. I think that's good for the rest of 2021. I don't know what it means. It might be kind of a, a one-off. It, it hasn't been encouraging of late, but this is a, a good kind of, okay, maybe buy at the bottom. Let's buy Shane Lowry at the bottom right now. Yeah. I, yeah, I stunned totally, you guys.
1: Totally on board. I I was just continuing <laughs> to read Rory McIlroy's stats. <laughs>
0: That's fair. I'll so, just go into my stock down. So, then.
1: no, one thing real quick, because this will shock you.
0: <laughs> okay. Rory has only <laughs>
1: one eagle since September.
2: What? Yeah, He's I know. A... I, I bet on him to eagle in the first round of this. He so only has a single. I mean, this didn't. is
1: just PGA, but he only has a single eagle on the PGA Tour since September. That's shocking. That is shocking.
0: That's unbelievable.
1: I, that... I told you I, I was shocked.
0: That, that makes no sense. How many rounds of golf? That's got to be at least like. Eight tournaments? He's
1: got twenty-nine measured shot link. Rounds. Rounds. There'd be uh would there be more than that? No, maybe not.
0: Holy. Yeah. Ser- Sergio had three on Thursday and Friday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, sorry, continue on. Lowry totally agree stock up. Who okay, got,
0: stock who- down. Stock down Sam Uh he's been Stock up for a long time. He's been peaking. He started 2021 on fire. He was going to win the Genesis. He looked like he's going to win the Genesis and didn't win the Genesis. And since then, has fallen off. Since that close call of Genesis, he's missed two cuts. This one was ugly, though. It was a plus 13 miss cut um, through two kind, days. Kyle Stanley's
1: went... taken plus 13 at this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even close. He should have been with those Euros with Poulter and Henrik and the in the lounge drinking their Pepsis, <laughs> angry golfers. Sam Burns should have got an invite there. Um, not really much to say. It's just been, it's been two bad weeks in a row. He lost two strokes per day, both off the green and around the green, or off the tee and around the green. That's four strokes total per day. That is brutal. That's really, really bad. This is a guy that we, I think, liked the potential of, the long-term form of, mm-hmm. and it's just been a couple of bad weeks.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I don't think any of us would say we like his ability to consistently show up. It's more when he shows up in form, we like what, what he is, what his on form. Um, yeah. And, and that's the reality of him is that he he's one of these guys we are going to see win a PJ tour event, you know, within the next few years here. Uh, but he also is going to have a lot of miscuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you know,
2: right. this, this might be a, an example of a, a stock though, that kind of, you know, it, it was gaining momentum and then, you know, people just went crazy on it and the, and it spiked at the Genesis, you know, people were just like, Whoa, Whoa. And then now it's kind of just back down and it's going to slowly start trending up, you it's know, back, it's just back to its, it's intrinsic a, value. Yeah. It's a bit of a correction. It's, no, it's no, not correction. necessarily it's the, like, I like a, that.
1: Yeah. So
0: let's not the panic finan- on Sam. Yet, the financials but. came out. It wasn't great. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> you <laughs> we think we're going to be profitable in the next <laughs> I like it. Kevin. Face segment. Okay, face got? segment.
2: We got, we got two parts. Well, two main parts of the face segment this week. The first part is two-face. So this is, this is going to encapsulate the center of the club face and the pie-in-the-face moment. And it's both Brennan and Todd. <laughs> Brennan and Todd gets a hole-in-one on the eighth hole on Friday. 213. Beautiful. I think he had a 5 wood in there. Just a perfect, just dripped right in at the end like... You could tell he was stoked, hole-in-one at the players. Awesome. Like, yeah. I was pumped for him. Yeah. Pie-in-the-face moment. Brennan Todd today on 17. <laughs> totally shanked it. He almost hit it on the island with the tree. Not the island green, but the island with the tree.
1: Next to the like, camera tower.
2: Next to the camera tower. Like, we are we're talking before we went on air. Would he be allowed to play that? Like, could he get a boat over and, like, try to chip it on the green from there? What's his option? It's a
1: great angle. But...
2: <laughs> Ended up leading to triple, but like even he had to laugh at that one. That was a yeah. you know, it's the it's the stadium course, the <laughs> this is this is where the lights are on, and you just yeah. totally cold shank was. He's so, pretty
1: happy that's only twenty percent capacity or twenty five or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah.
2: No kidding, no kidding. But so anyways, that just kinda shows you the extremes a uh, a uh, pro golfer who's known for his ball striking can reach. He goes I guess he averages like half a stroke over par on these two holes, but you have a triple bogey and a one. So yeah. who knows?
1: How do you predict these Well, things? someone someone said in our Discord today that golf is hard, and I feel like that was exemplified at multiple points during the day. Yeah. I think, oh, so My first off, my favorite thing about that shank was how much they, like, used, like, all of the tech available to, like, <laughs> here's the shot tracker, here's the other, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> like yeah yeah he's probably super happy you're showing this for the third time <laughs> so speaking of shanks let's
2: get to the second part of the segment here this is the face plant
0: oh, part
2: okay so this is the final group on hole number four today so let's just paint a little picture here it starts off with bryson really like we're talking about molinari's top at pebble beach this year He just shanked it. He topped it right into the water. Which like is not... You, that part of the hazard is not in play. <laughs> he ended up... No, it's not... Like, maybe it's in play for, like, people like us. Yeah. Who, who shanked the oddball, but, like, not these guys. So, he ends up dropping it on the... on the most up forward tee box, and then, like, just... Hitting it cold right, like, <laughs> so far right that he ended up having to play backwards. And, shockingly, it only led to a double bogey because like, he just seemed well, to be he, he, it. he had a
1: good up and down after he an chipped out from that spot. An
2: unbelievable up and down. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: um, meanwhile, Lee Westwood hits it like just a, a banana ball that I expect to see from Adam off the tee when he finally does play his woods. <laughs> And then he ended up managing to bogey it as well. But I mean, that was that was the hole where you are like, okay, these guys don't seem to have complete control. Well, and of it going felt on? like right it now. might
1: turn into match play. And then all of a sudden, at that point, it was just like this is wide open. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: totally yeah. wide open. I, I I called Adam. I was like, are you watching this right now? Like, what? A, this is like a meltdown by both these guys. I mean, I feel bad for Lee Westwood. He had to follow bryson shank (laughs) it's like how do you follow that (laughs) at least he he made square contact i guess
1: (laughs) and and you know what at first i thought that uh westwood it was a pretty iffy drop uh but i did i kind of thought so too when you when i looked back at it uh it it looked like it was a pretty legit it had to it had to have crossed somewhere along It was banana
2: balling, pretty good so
1: yeah exactly and and it's like it's it definitely got over because like when I was first watching it, I was like, man, that might've just crossed like back where Bryson's did, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it, 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 at some point along there. So like, whether he was 20 yards up, you, you know, you don't know that, but, um,
2: I, I think that got pointed out if, on golf Twitter, um, on a couple of <laughs> holes today and it's tough. Like, I mean, how do you, how do you tell exactly where these things go across hazard? And, and you don't necessarily see as the guy hitting it, where it's crossing you're relying mm-hmm. on other people to
0: tell you right yeah. i would think. You need joel so. damon out there to tell you where it crossed <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyways yeah let's move on
0: that that that's great though i mean that it's crazy like it's absolutely bananas that oh, happens it's also crazy and those were all within like five minutes of each other yeah in one of the biggest events of the year like that's what makes golf so great like it's so alone. It's just you standing over this ball, and you have to get this tiny ball into this tiny hole, like way down there. <laughs> yeah, and everyone is watching you. Hmm. Like, yeah, hitting free throws is hard in the clutch, but have you tried getting this tiny ball like and yeah. trying to make par? That's <laughs> no, fun. One
2: of my, one of my. I think uh, Rich Beam talked about it because he won the PGA Championship, and he he says on the fairway on eighteen. He had a seven iron in his head. He's like, I'm it was possible that I was gonna miss it, <laughs> like completely miss it. He's like, I couldn't even feel my hands.
0: <laughs> oh man, I can't even believe, uh, comprehend what it'd be like to be in that situation. No, me neither. Good face segment. Okay, DFS picks. Let's move on to our betting DFS pick segment. This is our pick sheet that's posted on Twitter every. Tuesday or Wednesday leading up to the tournament. It's kind of a bloodbath this week, guys. I feel like we had a really good Arnold Palmer invitational. This week, not so much. Uh winner, Patrick Hanley for me, Miss Cut. Craig. Yeah, we don't I seven. feel like we don't,
1: we're already an hour and a half in. We don't need to go through every yeah. pick here. Let's this let's is... speed her up. The highlight to me is the fades. Uh me and Adam both <laughs> faded Bryson. Kevin P3. faded JT, so uh, <laughs> win. me and Adam, I think, take the win on that one. Uh, Answer, oh, yes. Answer's the best sleeper. at tied for 22nd. Yep. Uh, Connors, me and Kevin had as a top Canadian. And then, and then the one and done. Uh, I think all of us are disappointed. Me and Kevin yeah, both picked wasted. Morikawa. Adam had Cantley who missed the cut. Best part about that, Adam, do you want to give us the one and done update?
0: Yeah, so after going from worst to first, not there anymore. Kevin, 3.1 million in third. I, myself, Adam, 3.2 million, 3.24, I'm in second. Craig reclaims top spot 3.25. He's top spot in the middle I can't yeah. believe how tight it is, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. This is the real FedEx Cup races to buy. This is the real race. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the race to Dubai, we have our European Tour Fantasy League going on. Gareth Rees got the win. May the course be with you as his team. He had Rosner as the captain. Great call there. I do want to point out, we have a team in there, if you don- haven't seen. It's Grandstand Grandma. It is our mom. <laughs> and she picked, so we have our European Tour pick show, where Craig and I usually pick a couple picks, pick a couple sleepers. This week, we, it was busy week, so we only picked one pick, one sleeper. You went with Craig's pick and not my pick. I don't know what Ooh, happened there.
2: Grandson, grandma,
0: grandson, grandma. I like. I know she's watching our content. I don't know if I wasn't as convincing enough. <laughs> Craig and this, Craig's look, pick missed a cut.
2: Hang on a second. Was was there any other reasons that Craig was sad this week? Because that would be enough that Bob would have picked <laughs> his guy.
0: <laughs> I picked George with you, Craig.
1: <laughs> hey, Adam. Where are you ranked in the European Tour League?
0: I have no idea. Am I last?
1: I don't know, but I'm in second. So it's probably just... (laughs) Yeah.
0: Ooh. Where's the hero himself?
1: Mom is in... She's ahead of Adam. She's in eighth. Adam's in sixteenth.
0: Man, she's a... Come on, she wins our fantasy football league like three. Oh of no, the, she's uh, a ringer. Years. Like
1: I'm not. I'm not saying her beating you is like. Some, I'm saying I hope I can hold her off. <laughs> she yeah.
2: she did uh, divulge that she knew very few of the names that she had to pick from <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah,
0: fair, fair. Okay, good bets, bad bets, red bets, green bets. Let's talk about kind of how our DFS betting week shook out. Uh, who wants to go first, Kevin uh, I'll, go, I'll go first. Kev, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, I want to go first. It, so this was, for me, a, a bad week. The excitement got the better of me. I I was, it, you know, it, it was like a major with how many prop bets and how many bets were out there, and I felt like I bet them all. And <laughs> they did not go well. For the most part, they went very poorly. The only good bet I made was I bet on JT this morning before he started. Okay. So, I, what was I,
0: that? Pardon me? What was that at?
2: Uh, five. Five to one. That's good. That's not so bad. That, that was, it kind of saved me a little bit, but <laughs> ultimately it was still a, a red week for It was me. more of a
1: loss limiter
2: than
3: anything else. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fair, fair. All right, Craig, what do you got?
1: Well, to me, my, my my sort of my sad one, whether you want to call it a, a red bed or I mean, it wasn't a red, but I, I man, I had this six of six ticket in DFS uh, tournament long that, like I said, it was it was in the single digits uh, on Saturday. Um, and unfortunately, it had it was JT who ended up taking it. He did what he had to do. Um, Rom did not do what he had to do today. Kirk did not do what he had to do today. Gim. Just went the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of a lot of potential. There were so few six of sixes out there, uh, and yeah. Ultimately, um, what saved me this week was I, I dipped my toe into the snake draft waters for the first time.
0: DFS did, snake draft. Did
1: 12, 12 player snake drafts. I did five of them because I I wanted to. You get randomly assigned picks, and so I wanted to try to you know get a few different spots to pick from. I finished. One, two, three, four, five, so uh, oh wow, I three you top three cash, so I did enough there Head to, to earn a little bit of profit, but uh it covered a little bit of my my showdowns were bad for me this week. It was a bad showdown week, so um recouped a few of my losses there. still a negative week overall, but it would have been a good good week if that one lineup had had performed for me
0: so I'll, I'll go into mine here i'll I'll talk about our showdown first because our round. Three showdown. I want to say beat the field, Craig. Our showdown video beat the field by about like two and a half strokes. Like we killed it. We we have our showdown picks every night. We have around round four picks, and we get a comment halfway through Sunday, round four. And this is the comment on our round four picks. You dude suck. Your analysis is the worst. So, like, okay, fair. We suck personally, and then our analysis is the worst. And then he goes back. You guys blow! <laughs> like, you dudes suck was it enough. He had to go with his third sentence You guys also blow! <laughs> um, so, yeah, our round four showdown picks didn't do. Terribly well. well Well, really
1: what what he was you know all good stories they have a beginning a middle and an end and so he really he wanted to open it up with we suck and then really the just content. get that our analysis is bad is the worst and then just close it off with the fact that
0: we blow they all have exclamation marks as well yeah archie comic style
1: <laughs> if everything has an exclamation mark does anything have an exclamation mark though uh,
0: very true very true Okay, so my my betting was a little bit all over the place. Ultimately, it was down week, but pick JT is my first pick on our, TGA, our PGA our p j a d f has pick show. So that went well. Got the winner. He saved a lot of my lineups. Thank goodness. But one of my sleepers was Kevin Na, and Kevin Na found a lot of water on sixteen, and then and turns out he had a bad back, and he only got about three points for the entire week. Not enough, Not great. Um, so that was that one hurt. That one hurt my back. That. That stung a little bit. Oh, and then finally I wanted we talked about gonna mom on the European. We had a little uh, another pool, a family pool for the players. Um, you kind of pick, you know, you pick a couple of players from player pool A, from pool B, from pool C. Turns out Craig and I are the worst, and we came worse to our uncles, our oh, yeah. brother-in-law. That you know, I was green somewhere. That I won that one, didn't I? <laughs> you did win that <laughs> one. But I would like to say that you won. I'm the only one who picked JT and I came second last. So clearly the scoring is the problem. It's
1: it's a flawed system. It's a flawed system. Yeah.
0: Don't you set up the (laughs) settings on that? Oh, yeah. I'm the commissioner (laughs) and the admin. That's on me. Well, it's been a long. (laughs) My analysis blows. I also blow. Uh, Anything else to add before this is a long one, guys? Any final thoughts on the players? No, it was a fun week. Um,
2: you know, despite it, the losses. Dude, despite just the real losses. quick,
1: real quick, Doug Kim. I I was so I was pulling so hard for him today. So- yeah. Sucks to see him have have a struggle. Hopefully, you know, like I, I, there's a lot of talk on on Saturday. I feel like in his post round and everything that like, oh, you know, we're gonna see a lot more of him. Hopefully, he is one of these guys that that does get back to the stage and and has chances to compete in tournaments like this. He's such a likable guy. You yeah. know what? I, I think it was
2: probably good for him. He was playing with JT, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was. I think it
2: was probably good for him to be in that group. Um,
1: experience that.
2: Experience that. And I, I didn't get the impression that it was going to, like, that he wouldn't be able to bounce back from this. Like, that it was going to be devastating for him. Like, he's just been playing so solid lately. Um, And I, I forget what hole it was on, but I did see them kind of, like, smiling about something at one point, which was good to see. I know he's he's a pretty um am, amiable guy um
1: he, he's a, was, he's a high strokes gain attitude kind of guy
2: totally totally so i don't i i think that overall this week is going to be a positive for him yeah. yeah that's just a gut
1: feeling i but, mean you know probably the yeah probably the fact that he made like hundreds of thousands of dollars less than if he would have shot gone out there and shot par that that's <laughs> going to stick with him a little bit but hopefully he he realizes he can hang
0: yeah totally. oh absolutely i think so yeah great final point uh thank you everybody for listening It was a long one we have the honda classic next week we have a preview already up on youtube go to our youtube channel grandstand golf follow us on twitter at grandstand golf of course please rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening to it and we will catch you next week same time for the honda classic thanks everyone take care see you guys have a good one thank you everybody